everybody. Welcome to the Latch Mama podcast. Melissa here. We are a few days out from the holidays here and we're rocking through some podcasts for you guys. Um, Today, we are going to talk about one of those topics in motherhood that always seems to come up, um, working moms versus stay-at-home moms. And today, we are going to talk about what it's like to be a full-time working mom with kiddos at home. Um, We have pulled in April from our office, who um, is a few years ahead of me in the parenting journey, um, but has also, like me, been a stay-at-home mom as well as a working mom. So we're going to chat it up a little bit, talk a little bit about what we've learned over the years, and hopefully leave you guys with some good advice. Hope you enjoy it. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. Hi, April. Hey. How are you? Good, good. I love podcasting with Latch Mama team members because we're all kind of separate right now. So it gives us a really good excuse to get together. And I know you're still like eight feet away. Yeah, it's so But safe. at least I'm seeing you. I I'm know. seeing your face. It's so nice. We were such a big, fun family beforehand, before this COVID stuff. We'll get back there, I think. Hopefully. We will. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your kiddos? Okay. Um, so my name's April. I have, I'm married. I have three kids. They are 17, 14. She's almost 15 next week and then 12. So two girls. And then my youngest is a boy and I have worked full time. I've been a stay at home mom and I've worked part time. So, um, and we've moved over the court, like from different states. And so we've done a lot of different things over the course of our little family life. What do you think when your kids were younger, did you stay at home or? No, actually I took kind of a different route. So I, um, when my first was born, I had a job where I had to travel. We lived Mm -hmm. here in Richmond. I had a job where I traveled to different hospitals across Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia. Wow. So even having like a brand new baby, I would stay like overnight in West Virginia. I'd have to pump and I have to keep my milk as cold as I absolutely could uh, for the time that I was there. I had one, one of my bosses actually at the time was breastfeeding and she would send hers back on dry ice. Wow when we would do like conferences where we were gone for two or three days or something. Was that before there were companies that'll do that for you? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she she would just buy her own dry ice and ship it on FedEx or whatever. Wow. What a commitment. (laughs) I love it. It was, I was not that committed. She, she really was. But, um, so I traveled quite a bit when Riley was first born for about a year. Then we moved down to Charlotte to be closer to in-laws and my office had a, um, a site there. So I just kind of transferred, changed jobs. That job, I did contract negotiations, and it was very stressful. So in the midst of having, like, then two little ones and my third, I probably worked, like, 50, 55 hours a week. Um, very wow. stressful conditions. Um, fair amount of travel, particularly when I had my third. So when I had, like, a what, five, six-year-old, two-year-old baby, a lot of travel. Okay. 
so that was sort of how I started motherhood. My, yeah, started motherhood. Wow. Okay. That was so very stressful, and we definitely got to the point where I guess I would just call it like a typical, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Like um, when you are just burnout, like typical burnout, where it was just like your goals no longer meet what you are doing every day. Um, So I. So what? So what? What was your childcare situation like then? um, I work. Or I had um, a in-home, like a, I, we took, I took the kids to her house. So, okay. so not like a corporate daycare, yep. but like an in-home daycare. And then the oldest was in like a preschool, like a four-year-old okay. school. And so the other two would go to Miss Tanya's house. And <laughs> it's so funny how like special the people who love your kids like you do become, you know, and that's like, yeah. And you remember, I remember, I, I remember what I love about every single person who has ever cared for my children. And it's, I don't know, it's so special. Yeah. And that, that I think was very important for being a working mom and being gone so many hours was so important to have somebody that you trusted and Mm -hmm. that actually loved your children. Yeah. Um, Do you remember where you found her from? Because I'm I'm pretty sure there's people listening right now who are like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I have to go back to work. Like how... How do I find care for my children that I trust? Yeah. I mean, she was recommended, so referral, but she lived in our neighborhood. So that was so key because mm-hmm. I could just run over there. Like, I mean, just no extra commute time. Yeah. Just drop, you know, drop her them off. I did have a rule and that was, you don't tell me when Riley does something for the first time. Oh. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> that was like when Caroline my third started walking I still have a video that I shared on Facebook that I was like oh my gosh look she's walking and it was right around Christmas time and I remember my kids looking at me and they were like because we were kind of in Latch Mama land at that point Latch Mama was large enough that I was I was away for some of the day and stuff and they looked at me and they're like mom Caroline's been doing that for two weeks and I'm like oh gosh it was one of those like dagger in the heart like working mom like oh my gosh are you kidding me like no no what no no no. she's doing it for the first time right now Uh like just stop like Uh we're not even going to talk about it the date in the baby book is the date when I see it absolutely so that was my coping mechanism was I was like you don't tell me when she does something for the first time I'll tell you now were you working because you all financially needed to work or were you working because it was all you knew? Was it because you were afraid to stop and get fulfillment from home or like what, what was driving it at that point? Good questions. Um, I feel like I came from a family where my mom worked full time. That's just what I expected I would do. Um, we did need it. I, I do remember a time when Madeline, so my second was very tiny and I was trying, I created a budget and I was trying to figure out the math. Like, could I work part-time and my company just would not allow it. And the numbers really didn't work anyway. If you just looked at it black and white Mm -hmm. based on your budget. Um, but I do, that was in my heart, like after a period of time, like, could this happen? Could I have some sort of balance? So I definitely was starting to feel that, pull of 
I want to spend that time with them. Yeah. And I just don't see how that can happen. And my company was not flexible. So, I mean, even when I would go to them and talk about part-time or job sharing or something, the answer was always no. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, it's so not black and white. Like, I'm sure stay-at-home moms wonder what it would be like or if they would be more fulfilled working and working moms I'm sure there are multiple times a day that they struggle with hey how should I be at home would I be happier you know like could we make this work financially it's just it's it's such a struggle because I mean it's so corny but your heart is outside of your body and your heart's not with you so it's like that was when I designed Latch Mama I was like I want moms to be able to have their entire selves with them if that's possible which means let's try and get these babies with them to work or let's try and make sure that they're moms first so that struggle isn't there um so I assume that you decided at some point to stop working or what happened I did um so you know me, this was a God thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like I said, it was very um, burnout, very clear to me that I was needed to stop doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I think not all moms um, maybe have that kind of very black and white feel to what they're doing each mm-hmm. and every day. But it did get to that point to me where I was like, I need to stop what I'm doing because either I'm on this trajectory of becoming a vice president and Mm -hmm. and making a lot of money and doing a great job, but never seeing my children and being 100% miserable about that, or I can just get off this train. And I would constantly use the word, I feel trapped. I feel trapped. And um, my husband wasn't working at the time. This was like 2000 and. 10 so still in like his world was construction so still in the construction world very slow to rebound Mm -hmm. so he wasn't working but I was 100% burnt out and had this sort of feeling of being trapped so um my story's a little different I actually felt very very strongly that I needed to quit my job okay and go home and be a mom and just do a reset so for us, that's what happened. And so there was about nine months where neither of us worked. Had you just saved enough money we to survive? Had, yeah. And we, like, he did some part-time things for some different okay. people. And we we made it. It was fine. Which is funny because remember how I said we did, like, the budget? Yeah. And it didn't, on paper, work. seem like that would work. But we made it happen. And there were a lot of really cool things that came out of that. Just different opportunities I babysat a little girl for like two months when she was between childcare. So I got to stay at home full time, but then I like helped out this other family. How were those first few days as a, as a stay at home mom? Was it like, was it life? Did you feel like you were on vacation? Was it life changing? Was it? So I'm, I like to stay really busy. I'm a go getter. I, one of my friends was like, I'll give you six months and you'll be so bored. Yeah. I loved it. We had the best time. We got to play and go to the library and do story time. And the girls were at school at this point. So one was third grade, one was kindergarten. And then Kai, my youngest, he was three. He had just turned three when I quit. And we just had the absolute best time together. We would take hikes and... Um, I don't know. We just had fun. And it was so simple and calm and relaxed compared to the first 
eight years of being a mom yeah. that I think I just relished it and I just really enjoyed it. And then the girls would come home at like two thirty in the afternoon yeah. and they'd, you know, just go play with their friends and we'd host, you know, friends over at our house and we just had a really fun, relaxed time. Once you kind of stepped away from that working full time with your kids, were there things that you realized that you had learned from working that could help other working moms or do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like once you had the clarity of not being so burnt out, yeah. do you have, Hey, you know what? Well, I wish I had turned my phone off every day at 5 PM or, you know, like I, I wish we had had dinner as a family. Are there things that mm-hmm. you kind of learned looking back on it? Yeah. Number one, I would say drop the mom guilt. Um, you are making decisions for yourself and for your family at that time that are the best for your family. And it doesn't really benefit anyone to constantly feel guilty about, Oh, I, you know, I feel so bad dropping them off at daycare. Guess what? If you find the right place, they Mm -hmm. are having a blast. Absolutely, They're having so much fun. Yes, of course they miss you and you miss them, but, um, But if they're in the right place, they're having a great time. Um, So that's number one. I would just say, like, drop the mom guilt. It doesn't help anybody. Um, But then I think I did not do very well at creating good boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, I still struggle with that a little bit. So I had one um, colleague. She was an attorney that worked with us. And she would always say, I have a hard stop at 5 o'clock. And... Like that. I mean, just like it was not negotiable. If you were in the middle of a meeting, she'd be like, okay, we need to wrap this up. Like I'm leaving at five. That's so ballsy, but I love it. Yes. And I was not good at that. I was still the one that was. You're still not. You're on on Slack at 7 or 8 p.m. And it's I smile because it's something I absolutely love about you. And for those of you who don't know, uh, April runs our entire customer service team and then dabbles in a whole bunch of other stuff, too. But you know, I think it's your ability to truly just want everybody to be happy and perform as a mom and, uh, an employee as you know, high level as possible, but yeah, you're still not good at boundaries. No, uh-uh. I love you. But. Nope. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all very good. rare that you'll hear me say, no, I don't no. have the bandwidth to yeah. do that or just a flat. No, yeah. we, we know not to come back to you for a good 24 hours. If you say that though, like <laughs> we know, we know you're uh, we'll, we'll wait to hear from you at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think boundaries are huge. I mean, as a working mom myself, I get caught up in it. Um, but I parent completely differently when my phone is down and away from me than when it's even in my hand, even when I'm doing something that's non-work related, which is fascinating to me. But like if I try and read an article or I try to send a Slack and there's a kid sitting on my lap, I'm going to bark at them if they do something, mm-hmm. if they hit the phone out of my hand, do whatever. And it's such one of those moments where I'm so not proud of myself on the other side because there's no reason why it's, you know, there's no reason why the Slack had to be sent at that point or whether that why, you know, the email needed to be responded to. Um, So it's such a boundaries thing. I mean, yes. Now that I think I did pretty well. Like when I came home, Mm -hmm. this is funny. I would a lot of times. So my boss was, um, he was a man and he didn't really know what it was like to be a mother. Yeah. Put it that way. So a lot of times I'd work and then I would get on the phone with him and still on my commute, I'm talking with him about the day's events or whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
I would get to my door and I'm still on the phone with him and I would stare at my front door and I could hear those little oh, kiddos. And you just wanted on the that. Oh my god. Because they've heard they know I'm yeah. home now. Yep. Yep. And oh my goodness. They're like the little two-year-old, you know, at yeah. the door, and I could see his little face. Oh. And but once I could finally get off the phone with him, mm-hmm. you were done. I was done. So I was not um, at that point, not the mother that would then hop back on yep. and do something in the evening. So I would give you 110%. I'd give you 10 hours of work during the day. When you walked in that but door. But once I walked through that door, they knew I was 100% there for them. Um, so I, I did do that well. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would say, like, yeah, be yeah. cognizant of that. Like, yep, be, be where you're going to be. So if you're going to be a mom be a mom. If you're at work, pretty much, you know, it's okay to focus on that mm-hmm. and put in your time. But when you get home, you know, we always laugh around here, especially when I'm trying to help somebody understand perspective that I also need to understand myself, but there's, there's no emergencies in nursing wear. And I think you can say that probably about 98% of other things. Although, you know, unless you're a doctor or unless you're a firefighter or something, I mean, I'm sure that there's a list that there are emergencies. They're really, yeah there aren't emergencies, you know, like there's nothing that can't wait until after bath time or, you know, after dinner time or after you read a story or connect with your kids. And, you know, I I don't, I'm not going to say that those moments are going to ruin kids or, you know, we laugh that our kids are going to have to have therapy one day, which isn't a bad thing. It's probably good for everybody. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I think that, you know, how I feel about myself as a mother when I go to bed at night is a really, really important thing to just kind of my overall confidence. So it's choosing those little moments and being aware of them and creating boundaries that allow me to be a mom when I need to be a mom and, Mm -hmm. you know, a business person when I need to be a business person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so eventually you started working again. Mm -hmm. Um, are there things you do differently now? I mean, I guess we just kind of touched a little bit on boundaries and stuff. Is there, I mean, you're at, you're at a pretty rad place to be a mom and working. I mean, yes, I, would, I work you know, at a completely to... different environment. <laughs> like that was by choice for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Um, so when I left that corporate environment behind, mm-hmm. I knew that that was a decision that I was making and pretty much would not go back. Yeah. Um, couldn't imagine going back after then being at home and spending that time with my kids. Um, so that was definitely by choice and, um, perfect, uh, perfect opportunity to be able to be a mom and work Mm -hmm. is a place like Latchamama where there's flexibility and you're valued as both an employee and a mom. Yeah. Um, it's funny. like my kids, well, one of them works for Latched Mama. (laughs) There was a time when my husband worked part-time for Latch Mama. So three of us would commute into the office together. Yeah. And then Madeline would come in and watch kids sometimes yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Or two. Oh, yeah. But it's funny, like when I'm answering emails, my son loves his very favorite thing to do is to see... Um, We'll have like on the side, it shows like a customer spend. Yeah. He loves to see what the customer spend is. <laughs> and how many times they purchased from us. <laughs> yes. It's just so funny because like this whole working stay at home mom thing. I mean, we were asked to do this podcast and I have no idea if we're doing it the way that these people who asked us to do it want us to do it. But it's so funny as a business owner just to listen to your previous experiences and realize that like it doesn't have to be as hard as some 
business owners and managers and stuff make it to be. And that's the part that I just hope somewhere in all of this, I mean, maybe after we're done selling nursing clothes or I'm old and, you know, my kids are in college, that we really, really start to change company cultures because it it doesn't have to be that way. Like like the the person you worked with who sent their milk home, like if we had a company where people were traveling, they would get a branded cooler. They would get their, you know, their dry ice. You know, there's so many different ways you can support moms in the workforce Mm -hmm. because like I said before, they're only going to be as good if, as they can be with their entire selves there. And if they have to be an employee when they go to work and they have to forget the fact that they're a mom and then they get to be a mom when they get home, like it just doesn't work, you know? Oh yeah. It's just creating that environment and that culture where, I mean, as much as I have working moms working for me, they're moms, you know, and if there's a play or a sick kid, or even if a kid's having a bad day, or, um, I know you had a situation with a quiz or something, you know, that like you just slacked out, Hey, you know what? It's been a shitty, it's been a bad day. You know, I, I gotta, gotta gotta peace out. You know what? You peace out and you're there for your kids, you know? And that's, what's, I mean, we missed you, but there was no reason why somebody else couldn't hop onto emails or, or help support you in other ways. And, you know, I think that society is only as good as we treat our mothers. And, you know, it's just, I, I think it can be so much better. Yeah, I think it's a, that's a huge point. I think for any mom, even as she is working to remember is you have a culture within your organization. That doesn't mean that you always have to respond to that culture. Mm-hmm. So I always made sure that I had a flexible work environment. I didn't really ask. I just did it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and you have rights. You have rights to pump. You have rights yes. for breaks. You have, yes. there's so many different things. And I feel like the more honest you can be and, you know, if you're in a situation where they're not respecting your laws to begin with or what your rights that mm-hmm. you have, and they're not really respecting the fact that, you have a brand new baby at home or you're emotionally changing or you're pregnant. I mean, there are so many different things that happen during that pregnancy year and the postpartum. And as your kids grow, you know, you're valued. And to me, pregnancy is one of the best things that can happen to one of my employees, not because that they get a hundred days off on the other side of it, but because they grow so much and every single time somebody goes out and has a baby or every single time somebody navigates through a pregnancy and comes back, they are more mature. They're more focused. They're more, they have perspective. Like it's a, such a beautiful thing. And I see it as a gift as a business owner, not just because we interact with moms all day, but I really, really, really want to get to the point where women are in jobs and positions where they feel valued as mothers, you know, because I think that there's so many tools and so many skills you learn when you raise a child that they can be applicable to every, every career. I mean, just work ethic and putting your head down and having to concentrate. I mean, I just feel like it's all over the map. Yeah. Working with different types of people, absolutely, being very clear on expectations, uh-huh. coaching, Like Mm -hmm. there's so many different skills that you develop as a mom that the workplace needs and should value. Absolutely. Cool. Well, this has been fun. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Will you come back again? Sure. Okay, cool. Thanks. (laughs)